You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Abuchi. Episode 10, you're more agile than you think. Hi everyone, welcome back. Nice to have you again. Today we're going to be spending some time in this podcast talking about Agile. And the reason why we're going to speak about Agile today is basically because there is a misconception that exists today with the increased move towards more Agile ways of working. And when referring to Agile ways of working, I am referring to specific methodologies or frameworks that exist in the industry that are used for organizations and individuals alike to utilize as part of delivery as part of the de- de- part of the delivery um, approach to projects um, there is a, an increased move towards more agile ways of working and so organizations and individuals are using frameworks such as scrum uh, dsdm safe safe is a very popular one um, one of the more well-known ones etc um, etc et and there is an assumption that just because there is a move to more agile ways of working, um, although it means that there is a necessity to change behaviours and mindset as well, the fundamentals in which the individuals that are working within these agile delivery environments and these agile delivery teams are actually underpinned by many of the same skill sets There is certainly a learning curve when going down any path which involves changing the delivery life cycle or the delivery framework that you used to use. Uh, Many people would have been used to using more waterfall approaches to delivery. And with this increasing shift to more agile ways of working, there is actually a, a daunting sometimes for some people, daunting move towards something new and something different. Often people will feel as though moving to a new way of working, if they're not reluctant to do so, is actually effectively for them feeling as though that they have to hit delete on everything that they've ever been before just to meet the demands of Agile. Now that is false, that is incorrect. Actually moving to a new approach, a new delivery framework doesn't mean you hit delete on everything that you've learned or everything that you know before. Now, there is, in fact, some organizations that are going down the path where they're eliminating the role of project manager, for example. The traditional project manager role does not fit in some agile methodologies or frameworks. So therefore, there is an assumption that that role is not required. Now, whether that role is required or not will vary from organization to organization. They may, in fact, actually have roles that are like project managers um, or have similar skill sets, but may be called something different. Believe it or not, whether or not you've undertaken any of the agile delivery um, training or you undertaken um, the skills skill skills um, update in any of the particular methodologies that relate to more agile approaches, you don't have to have done that to be agile because agile is actually a mindset and a cultural shift. And in fact, being agile in culture uh, and mindset as, as number one is 
is far more important than, than understanding a particular framework or methodology. So just because you haven't been um, involved in the training or the particular frameworks, etc., it doesn't mean that the skills that you've got, especially if you've come from that project management, project delivery background, whether it's a senior project coordinator, program manager, project manager, even the PMO space, um, does not mean that you can't naturally transfer those skills into roles that exist in more agile frameworks. So for example, if you're a business analyst, you, um, you are able to transfer some of your skill sets and vice versa with project management and project coordination roles as well. So for example, if you think about, you know, the, the roles that would be much more simple and much more easy to align from a waterfall to an agile environment, think about those as things like the developers or the testers or UX designers or similar roles to that they would probably have a natural fit in a more agile world. And, and what I mean by more natural fit is as it'll be more obvious. Whereas a project management role or a project coordinator role may not appear necessarily as obvious. But there is definitely, definitely transferable skills between them. In fact, when you think about it, the ambiguity lies with non-development roles, and that is the project managers, the administrators, the coordinators, etc. Those, depending on which agile framework that you're following, the roles will vary. And so in order to solve for this problem, one of the things that we wanted to do in today's podcast is I wanted to share a little bit with you about current roles that you may be doing, the transferable skill sets, and what your agile role might look like if you were to go towards more agile ways of working. So for example, if you were a project manager today, you'd probably be responsible for the end-to-end management and delivery with project scope, time and budget, a traditional project management role. When you think about an agile equivalent, that would be something like an iteration manager. An iteration manager will be responsible for the team's deliverables, resolves issues, acts as an escalation path, just to name a few of the responsibilities. So when you think about those two roles, there's many transferable skills between them. There's, there's both of these roles oversee the completion of delivery requirements, regardless whether or not it is waterfall agile. Both of these roles would ensure that a lot of tasks are being completed and both of these roles would support the team both up and down the line. So there is diff definitely transferable skills between these two roles. Then when we think about, say, for example, a senior project coordinator or a business analyst, often they support one or many project managers, whereas a business analyst elicits elicits requirements and acts as an integrator. When we think about equivalent roles or roles that are similar in nature in a more agile framework, you could think about roles such as Scrum Master. A Scrum Master manages the day-to-day activities of the project team. They manage the backlog, which is usually where the requirements that are parked in, in, between, uh, in, in, in between sprints and iterations and ensures things that are on track. The Scrum Master would also help to drive out issues and ensure alignment across the enterprise with other dependent teams outside theirs. So for example, a business analyst in a more waterfall environment would be a conduit between business and technology or with the project team and other SMEs in the organization. And so when you think about both those roles, the project coordinator and the business analyst on a waterfall side versus the scrum master on a more agile side, both 
all three of these roles coordinate project tasks. They help teams when they get stuck. And although not responsible directly for the delivery, they are in fact responsible for checking and making sure that there is organisational balance between other departments within the organisation and awareness of what's coming up along the line. When we think about a program manager, program managers are ultimately accountable for what is delivered by the program or the projects that it's managing. They're responsible for often for multiple delivery teams and common outcomes, times and budgets. When we think about the equivalent role inside more of an agile way of working, you could naturally align that to say a product owner role. As an example, a product owner would bridge the gap between stakeholders and delivery teams. When you think about a program manager versus a product owner, both roles are accountable for what is delivered as they are actively involved from beginning to end and are really the facilitator of all of the inputs and the outputs. And so there is a natural natural alignment between those types of roles. Speaking to a lot of people, there is a lot of fear when it comes to Agile. I mean, for some people. Often people are led to believe that they will be out of a job or that they're will not be a place for them in the new structure that is more agile in nature. And, and often people feel that they need to spend a lot of money learning new skills. Now, although upskilling and learning new frameworks and approaches is really beneficial in any capacity, it's not always mandatory, despite um, what some may believe. Think about your existing capabilities and how transferable and naturally that these can fit in a more agile environment. As I said earlier, being more agile is about more about mindset. So as long as you've got a growth mindset, you're more likely to be able to adopt more agile ways of working. Likewise, there are a lot of other things that people should unlearn if you want to be truly agile. These include things such as the fixed mindset, lack of curiosity. If you are rigid and inflexible, if you think that one size fits all, if you are unable to work in a team environment or unable to collaborate, if you're unable to pivot and adapt quickly, and if you work with no sense of urgency. There are many, many things to be learned and unlearned, but as long as you're open to change and you're curious to learn, because curiosity is absolutely key, knowing that you're willing to fail along the way sometimes as you learn and you test out new experiences, then you have the starting steps to become more agile. So just remember that regardless of the skill sets that you may have, they are possible to be transferable between delivery approaches, whether you're waterfall or whether you're agile. You just need to think about how you can use those skill sets in a different way. And remember, agile is a growing approach to delivery and the way that organizations are leaning towards but there is still a lot of opportunities out there regardless of what your background is in terms of delivery approaches you just have to work out how to transfer those skills and how you can use them in your day-to-day i've seen people with absolutely no no training or qualifications in relation to agile and they're doing really good jobs on the job learning practically from other people around them agile coaches etc so just note that you can transfer the skills between those two Hopefully this has been helpful. I welcome any feedback that you may have. And if you would like to share your insights, please do so on any of the social media pages. 
Otherwise, until next time, what is your agile idea?